Leave it there, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, oh, and leave it there. If you trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. If the world from you withholds of its silver and its gold, and you have to get along with meager faith, just remember in His Word. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there, leave it there, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, oh, and leave it there. If you trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. If your body suffers pain and your health Regain, and your soul is slowly sinking in despair. Jesus knows the pain you feel. He can save and He can heal. Take your burden to the Lord. Leave it there. Leave it there. Trust Him through your doubt, He will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord, leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord, and leave it there. It's John Bayless and welcome again to this Gospel Miracle Hour. We're so pleased you've joined us. If you've joined us for the first time, welcome. Well, friends, I have good news for you. God is not angry with you. He loves you when he's got his arms wrapped around you in forgiveness. Well, my opening prayer, Lord, I pray that you grant his servant great boldness this day to preach your word, that, Lord, you'd stretch forth your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. For this reason the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. And all God's children said, Amen. Well, we'll look again at what what God's nature is like and 
what he thinks of you. We go to Psalm 117 too. He says, For his unfailing love for us is powerful. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Praise the Lord. Psalm 118.1 Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. See friends, the scripture is saying God's love for you is powerful. His faithfulness endures forever. We are to give him thanks for he is good because of his faithful love endures forever towards us. Okay, Psalm 139, 13 to 16 says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvellous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. See, God's strategically planned your life ahead of time before you were even born. It is rigged in your favour, friend, and mine, because God's promises that we, he would be with us when we could not fail. You may have some failures. That doesn't mean to say you're a f- failure. There are stepping stones. You, you no longer are a victim. You are highly favoured by God. Always remember God's nature is his kindness towards you. God Almighty has designed everything for you to have a successful life. Remember Psalm 139.16. Every day of your life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You have, you have a book of destiny written about you before you were born. It's a personal book that contains God's heart for you. The book is written about the good and positive things that is going to happen in your life according to your book and you're going to succeed. That's the way that God planned it. His book showed, you could, but you couldn't stumble. But God sees you are successful. Even in your stumbling, God sees that you are succeeding, can succeed. The book showed you how you can affect your, your generation and even the generations to come. Your book is conditional, friends, according to how you allow your Heavenly Father to implement its contents in, in your life by yielding to his will. It's the Holy Spirit who is called alongside you into the perfect will of God by moving you on into your, in a powerful way. So from this message, we see that God loves you, he always has and he always will. But it's not enough to say, oh, it's great to hear and walk away. Friend, to know God's love and not accept it changes nothing in your life. A gift that you do not receive is of no value. For the free gift of eternal salvation is now being offered to you. But only you can make this choice. It's only you that can make it. In Romans 10 verse 9 and 13, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. At this very moment, 
Christ stands at the door of your heart and waits for you to invite him in. Will you pray with me? Just follow me along in a simple prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, just follow us along. Dear Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all my sin. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. He died on the cross for my sin and sickness. Come into my heart and life. I take you as my Lord and Saviour. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friend, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I believe you got born again. Get into a good Bible-based church. Remember, you are unique. God has a, has given you a purpose so you can reach your destiny. You have a purpose and there's a calling over your life. Remember Isaiah forty-three twenty-five. God says, I, even I, am he who blots at your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Loved one, the blessing of the Lord are yours because you are his child. He loves you with an everlasting love that you cannot begin to imagine. Well, we're going to go to the reading for today is Exodus thirteen seventeen. Divine delays. We see that Exodus thirteen seventeen. Then he then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people let the people go, that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. Well, the divine favor delays are this. Not a day goes past in our lives that, that something isn't changed by circumstances beyond our control, natural disasters, house or car repair problems, unexpected illness, traffic jams on the freeway, a friend or neighbour or has emergency need, unforeseen time demands at work. The list goes on. The question is, can we trust that God is in these unforeseen delays, divisions and distractions? A really read single verse in Exodus thirteen seventeen, which we just read, tells how God led the newly freed Hebrew nation into the Sinai Desert instead of going around the southeast corner of the Mediterranean Sea into the Promised Land. Why? So the Hebrews wouldn't encounter the Philistines who were inhabited in that area. Be attacked, flee back to Egypt for safety. The Hebrews grumbled loud and long about the Sinai sand and desert, but at least they were still alive. If they had met the Philistine, they might have been slaughtered. And next time your path is changed unexpectedly, trust by faith that God is in it and that the change was for your good, for a good reason. So let this one, a pastor wrote this, that, let remind you that this is God's universe. He is doing things his way. You may think you have a better way, but you don't have a universe to rule. Good saying. Okay. The power to deliver God's people from sickness, disease, and infirmities. When Jesus sent his disciples to preach the good news, he also commissioned them to heal the sick. Go to John 14, 12, Jesus said, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, 
he will himself be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Luke 9, 1, 2 and 6. Then Jesus called the twelve disciples and gave them power and authority to overcome all the devils and to cure diseases. He sent them to proclaim the, the kingdom of God and to heal. So they set out and travelled from village to village and everywhere they told the good news and healed the sick. Luke 10, 1, 3, 8, 9. After this, the Lord Jesus appointed a further 72 and sent them on ahead in pairs to every town and place he was going to visit himself. He sent them to... He said to them, the harvest truly is great, but laborers are scarce. You must therefore beg the owner to send laborers to the harvest, the crop. Be on your way. Do not move from house to house. When you come into a town and they make you welcome, eat the food provided for you. Heal the sick there and say, the kingdom of God has come near to you. And Luke ten seventeen. Then the seventeen, then the seventy returned with joy, saying, "Lord Jesus, even the demons are subject to us in your name." See, Jesus gave the same instruction to the seventy as he had given to the twelve. Every time Jesus commissioned his disciples to preach the good news of the kingdom, he commissioned them to heal the sick and cast out demons. In Mark sixteen, when Jesus gave all New Testament Christians the Great Commission, he commanded us to preach the word, cast out demons and heal the sick. We go to Acts 14, 8 to 10, with Paul healing a crippled man. In Lystra there sat a man crippled in his feet who had never walked and was lame from birth. He heard Paul speaking who looked intently at him and perceived that he had faith to be healed. And said with a loud voice, stand up on your feet. And he jumped up and walked. Paul commanded him to stand on his feet. And instantly the man leapt up and walked. And the the power of faith was in action at that particular time. There's a testimony. When I was in Indonesia, there was a man near the back of the church. The church was full. And in part of the message, there was... We said, this is how we would pray for a deaf person. And I said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you you deaf spirit, I bind and break your power, and I command you to release and set him free. Just after this was said, a man at the back jumped up and started talking excitedly. We asked the interpreter what was going on. We found out that he'd been deaf, and when he heard that, he couldn't hear it, of course, but the deaf spirit in him could, and it left him immediately, and he started talking. There was also another testimony there that was, I was in the Philippines, and a lady came in with a, about a three-year-old child. I asked her what, what the problem was, and she said, oh, the child's deaf. So I prayed, it was sound asleep. This little child was sound asleep. It was about nine o'clock at night. So I prayed for the deaf spirit, the same thing, bland and broke the power of it and commanded to release and set him free and release the healing power of the Holy Ghost. And that was it. And we went home. The next morning, about seven o'clock, we were woken up. This lady came in. She said, there's something wrong with the child. They said, it's in the cot and it keeps shaking the cot because it was up at six o'clock in the morning where it usually doesn't get up until about eight. Wake, wake up. And I, 
I said straight away, I, said, oh, I think probably the reason it was shaking the cotton is because it can hear for the very first time. And at that very second, the little child was, was in the room and it looked at its mother and in its own language, called out mummy. And this lady almost fell over with the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. In Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The Amplified says, It's alive and full of power, making it active, operating, energizing and affected. It was, these healings had nothing to do with me. I just, just the word of God was preached. First Peter 2.24, Jesus personally bore our sins in his own body on the cross that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Healing has bought and paid for, friends. It's already ours. What we've got to do is take it. Romans 8.11 and the, and the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells within you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also make a your mortal bodies live by the indwelling spirit in your lives. See, friend, the Holy Spirit is the confirmer of the gospel. He is the demonstrator of God's word. The Holy Spirit will manifest himself and his presence in our midst today. What will, what will happen? Sick bodies will be healed. Captives to any sickness or disease will be healed. Yokes of bondage destroyed. Supernatural refreshing experienced. Lives changed and Jesus Christ is exalted and glorified. Holy Spirit, if what I've said is from you, then confirm your word with signs, wonders and creative miracles. Friends, lay your hand on that part of the body that needs a touch from the Lord as I pray that the Holy Spirit, he will make alive your mortal body. His indwelling spirit in you, his contagious goodness he is the demonstrator of God's word. And friends, believe you receive and you will have. As you said, not all healings are instant, but the Bible says you will be right with you. Lay your hand, Lord, begin to pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God, pains, I rebuke this in Jesus' name. I break it off you, the pains. Loose them and set them free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give them a total miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. By the power of the blood of Jesus, pains go. Be healed and made whole. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that creative miracle is happening right now. Diabetes, I curse this and command it to go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Leave that body in Jesus' name. Set them free, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Give them a miracle, Lord. Give them a creative miracle. And fill them with your goodness, Lord. Fill them with your goodness. Kidneys. Give them a miracle. I curse this kidney condition in the, in the bladder and the urinal tract. I command you to release them and set them free. Be healed and made whole. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you've set them free. You're being healed and made whole by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, let the anointing of heaven fill them right now. Increase the anointing, my Lord, I pray right now. Increase the anointing to heal. Blood disorders. I curse this in Jesus' name. Let the blood live. I command, let the blood live. Let the anointing of heaven fill them. Give them a miracle, Lord. Give them a miracle. Let the power of the blood of Jesus be 
healed and made whole. Thank you, Lord, that your miraculous healing power is touching every single cell and tissue that's been damaged or malfunctioning is being restored right now with a creative miracle. Cancers and tumors, just like Jesus cursed the fig tree from the roots, so I curse cancer at the roots. I command it to dry up from the roots. Let the fire of heaven burn out every trace of cancer. Every trace of cancer. Burn it out, Lord. Burn it out by the fire of God. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, be healed and made whole. Soundless, perfect soundless, Lord. Emotional trauma, let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, right now with your shalom. We break the power of the emotional trauma and release the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that the enemy has been defeated. Your shalom has healed every broken heart. Every sorrow was lifted. Every burden and yoke is destroyed. You are our strength and our song, Lord. We magnify your holy name. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And friends, don't let fear come upon you. It always distorts the truth and makes us believe things that we should not believe. And divine healing can be instantaneous. We know that. We heard that twice already in this message. But it can also be progressive where it unfolds over a period of time. Did with my father, and it unfolded over a period of time. As it, it says this in Mark 8 and Luke 17. But test the area, try, try it. The Bible says you shall recover, you shall get well. And to keep your healing, believe you received, and you shall have. And use your authority as a believer. Make sure you're living in right relationship with God and each other. Don't hold on to grudges, friend. Leave that alone. I mean, it only it hurts you, not the other person. The other person could be in the wrong, but you've got to let it go. Forgive them. Maintain a good confession. Your words are powerful, very powerful. Your words are powerful. Never forget that. Do not listen to doubt or unbelief. And so my prayer today, today's blessing, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May today you experience the joy of God's healing grace. Do not be manipulated by people or circumstances. Be obedient to the love of Christ that gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' name we pray and say shalom. Amen.
Oh 